Welcome to another episode of Organize with Grace. This is episode number 32 titled Time Management with Purpose and Vision While Balancing Family and Career. Is this even possible? And this is where I had a conversation with Danielle Welch, who is a business and marketing strategist who helps small businesses scale with social media and digital marketing so they can increase their influence, save time, and impact more lives. Okay, mama, so you might be thinking, I barely have time for anything, so how do I even manage any of it, let alone have some kind of a vision and purpose? So join us and get a fresh perspective on this topic and come away with some tips and encouragement so that you too can become a rock star with your time management. Here we go. Welcome back to Organize with Grace podcast. Do you feel like you're always struggling to get it together? Do you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends? Feeling completely disorganized in your home and life? That it's starting to affect you mentally and emotionally? Well, you've come to the right place. If you need encouragement, easy and simple organization tips, or you just want to know that you're not alone in this season of life. Hi, I'm Grace Ramon your fellow working mom and professional organizer. I believe in you, friend. You can get it together. Now let's get organized. Hey there, Grace Ramon here. So I have an awesome guest for you, Danielle Welch, who, number one, is my coach through her breakthrough program for small businesses and entrepreneurs. Um, She is also a full-time entrepreneur herself and lives in Kansas with her husband and two daughters, ages five and two. And I invited her, and I want her to, you know, talk about more of what she does with her, um, with her business because I think it's it's wonderful. It's such a need for small businesses, especially these days. And um, so I invited her to come to organize with Grace because she has a wealth of knowledge and experience about keeping organized with her schedule and all the things right that happen in the day to day life, and. So I wanted for Danielle to talk about her, what she does personally with her weekly planning, how does she um, keep it together with her personally and for her family, for her business. Oh my goodness, all the things. So Danielle, thanks for coming on and taking the time. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here, Grace. And it's so funny because like a lot of people like close to me know, like talking about organization and spreadsheets and like time management gets me really excited. So now I have an opportunity to just like freely talk about it with anyone not judging me, just doing it. So I'm excited to be here. Thank you so, so much. Oh, and I'm, I'm glad you are here. And how Danielle and I, well, met, met in person, which is so neat, but we have just, you know, gotten to know each other. But I heard her first on a podcast because I love podcasts and I said, well, I've got to get in contact with her. There's just something about her. She's just incredible with what she's doing. And so here we are. Yes. Here we are. So Danielle, can you tell us, you know, one, a little bit about what you do, and then we can get into the, you know, the daily planning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what I do, um, 
What I do is a lot of different things, but I'll, I'll kind of lead with, I'm a mom, right? Like you mentioned, I've, I'm a mother of two. I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. Um, my husband and I, we've been together for 11 years. Um, we've been married um, happily uh, for the last six. No, I'm just kidding. Seven. We've been together seven years, uh, married seven years. Um, so those are my number one roles, right? Like that's my first priority in all areas of life. Um but obviously to provide an income for our family, because like most people probably listening here, but most people in America, like, especially if you're in a relationship or even if you're single, like one income's not enough. Right. And so I do have um, a, a full time business. Actually, I have my own social media marketing business. Um, I do coaching and consulting with local small businesses, as well as online entrepreneurs. Um, and I do a lot of hands-on training. I've got courses, I've got one-to-one management and fulfillment services, but my bread and butter is really getting into the nitty gritty and coaching with people. Um, so that's what I do uh, full-time now, but how I got that started actually is probably more relevant to who I'm speaking to today because um, I started my business while I was still working a full-time job. And my husband and I have a business outside of this too, actually. We've got another business endeavor that we personally coach and mentor people in diversifying their income, creating multiple streams of income. But specifically, we teach people how to replace their nine to five income with a commodity based um, uh, marketing business. And so it's really cool. Like, we've always been like, quote unquote, busy people. But let me take you back just real briefly in 2018 when yeah. I started Bridge, which is my social media marketing business. I was working full time, a nine to five job. Um, I had my daughter at the time. She was two and a half, almost three. I was pregnant with our second. And so I worked during the day and Shiloh, my oldest, would go to daycare. And um, then in the evenings, we, my husband and I would have our mentoring meetings and uh, coach, you know, coach people. And we'd also, that's our family time. But then it was after baby went to sleep and after all of that got done that I was actually... Yeah working on building my social media business. And um, so I know what it's like to like have a lot on your plate and a lot of different hats and responsibilities. And fast forward, just just so you guys know where things are at today with with my business, I've, I've put, because of time management and some of the things that I do want to share today, like yes. I've been able to put systems and processes in place and multiple streams of income in place so that I can buy, start buying back some of my time um, today, my social media marketing business, um, I work maybe 15 to 20 hours a week in that now. Um, I say it's quote unquote full time because I'm always thinking about it, but the hours, <laughs> the hours that I put into it isn't as much as anymore because of the types of ways that I've, I've built the company and systematically put processes in place to free up my time. Um, and it's really cool because at one point I, I had a $10,000 month in my company and it was awesome. But I had to work like 50 hours a week that entire month. My baby was three months old at that point. And I was like, okay, this isn't going to work. So I had to make some shifts. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to talk about, you know, the topic of time management and yes. balancing, you know, your career and your family, you know. And so I'm excited to share just some things that have been really, really helpful to me over the last seven years, uh, honestly, is when I really started implementing some time management and organization in my calendar. So. You know, what I want to ask you before we get into it is, do you feel like you've you've been a natural at time, time management or is that something that you had to like learn as you as you grew, as you, you know? No, I had to learn that. 
No, if, 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 if left to my own devices and, um, say I had just money coming in all the time, pre pre programming myself, right. To be a high performer. Um, I would be sitting on the couch watching reruns of Downton Abbey all the time. And because I would feel like it or like, you know, like going back through the entire Grey's Anatomy series, like, no, naturally, like what I want to do is veg out. And, um, I, I, I am a people person. Like, you know, me, Grace is like someone who like interacts with people, but I can only handle so much of people too. Like my recharge is like just being like completely alone. Put me in a closet by myself with a light and I'm fine. Like I would be fully recharged. Like, but I'm also a people person. So it's like, no, I had to learn time management. And also because I I tend to be someone that says yes to a lot of things because I know mm-hmm. that I'm I'm capable of doing a lot of different things, not because I learned a certain skill set. I just I I've I do have a, a growth mindset. I do I have always have like a figure it out mentality. I'm a tinker. Yeah. Like my friends, like when they need to put together like a bookshelf, I volunteer because I love that kind of stuff. But I do tend to take on too much. So I've had to learn time management to keep my anxiety down, yeah. to keep my stress down. Um, because if I do put too much on my plate, um, that stress boils over into my marriage. And so I have definitely had to learn boundaries with my time and, and different things that keep me in check. This is not something that I was born with. I don't know that people are born with it. They're pro- it's, it's usually Some like people claim it, but I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and a lot of times I think the things that we're quote unquote burnt born with is actually it's, we're just products of our environment and growing up. So it's probably something that we learned. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's probably something yeah. that we learned. So anyways, I I'll go off on tangents. So I'm trying to be careful. <laughs> oh, you're okay. You're okay. So, okay. So, when when you realized that you needed some time management skills to learn, like how how did it turn on for you? Was it like to the it did it get to the point of like oh I'm burning out, or did you realize it before that happened? I was close to burning burning out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you've heard me talk about Paige, uh, my mentor, quite a bit, and yeah. um, she's she's been in my life. She's someone that I pursued her mentorship back in 2013. Um, and for a lot of different reasons, but when I really started to allow her into the parts of my life that actually mattered, like I pursued mentorship with her because she had been able to replace her full-time income, um, and buy her time back completely. And she didn't have to rely on that as a, as an income. I, so I pursued her mentorship at first for the financial component. But what I quickly realized is like to have any levels of success in life, like there's actually personal development habits that you need to put in place. And, um, and I realized that success isn't just about hard work and grit and strategy. It it actually is a lot of deep inner work. And that's when I really, um, allowed Paige to speak into my life in those areas. And, And I had to let go of some pride and some ego and things, but she actually helped me to identify like, Hey, like, have you noticed that? you're, you're kind of stressed. And I'm like, no, what are you talking about? You know, like it actually, like, she just really helped me to be aware. She never told me what to do. She always just provided this perspective of like, Hey, do you think that maybe you've got a lot going on? Or like, she noticed it before even I did. Cause I, I'm the kind of woman actually, like I tend to like, all right, I got this. Like I was a, I was a college athlete. Like I've put myself in extremely 
physically painful and trying scenarios and practices and games. And like, I know how to bear pain mentally. And so if I'm experiencing discomfort or pain or stress, I can push it down. But the problem with pushing it down is, is it builds up. And at some point it blows up. And so that point of like almost burning out was me almost like kind of just losing myself to everything that I was doing. And so there was that, that moment where like, she just really helped me to evaluate, Hey, like, so what, I had a lot of things on my plate. I was trying to do a lot of different things at once. And she Mm -hmm. really helped me to just process through like, okay, let's make some prior, like let's list this out and like put it in priorities. Right. Like she, so we basically like everything that I was doing, you know, essentially uh, just really like this, is this necessary? Is this needed right now? And, and that's something like, that's a practice that I've actually taken into like how I plan out my weeks and like how I plan out my months and like, all the different things in my family, like what is absolutely mission critical and then like what's not, you know what I mean? And so um, that gets into kind of how I do my weekly planning so I won't get too far ahead of myself. But yeah, there was almost a point where I was like, screw it all, you know, like I almost (laughs) just threw in the towel completely. So And we do. And and it's really an, uh, it's not a, uh, it feels like a unique experience, like we're the only ones going through it. But we do at one point in our own lives, we get to that point. And for you, it was that and that you needed that outside person to guide you and to help you make that, you know, list of priorities. And I've heard it say that, you know, you can't we can't read our own label. You know, it's hard for us to read our own label and it's, you know, we need somebody. And so, you know, so to my listeners, listen to that, you know, she got somebody to tell her the truth, Mm -hmm. right. To give her the questions that she needed to answer for herself, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and then, so like you said, as you wrote it down and, you know, let me get into that with you, like with your priorities. I mean, that takes some time and and effort and a lot of searching, like you said, uh, to, uh, and I don't think a lot of us do that is, is writing down what really matters and what doesn't. Yeah. I think you have to first start with the end in mind. That's a Stephen Covey quote, but starting with Mm -hmm. the end in mind, you have to know, like to know what your priorities should be or what they are. I think you have to know what you're trying to accomplish or where you're trying to go. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, recently did this in a group coaching call inside of our breakthrough program. We're talking about like, what are your aspirations? Like, what is like the big picture? How do you want to live your life? Right? Like, um, Paige and I talk to people all the time about like, what is your level 10 lifestyle goal? Right? And I think depending on what that answer is, your priorities need to align with getting you there. And so I think sometimes we struggle, especially as women to know, like, what to give priority to, because we don't have something specifically that we're working towards. We're just Mm -hmm. kind of working to survive, right? Or like, we're just, we're just living to like, get to the weekend or get to the next nap. You know, like, and the it's next like, nap is right. I mean, that is a goal. Okay. That is an aspiration, <laughs> but, um, but seriously, like we do need to, we, we need to have like an, a, an objective that we're working towards so mm-hmm. that you can build out your priority list based on that. And, and then it gives you that order and it kind of gives you that, 
that direction that you need to go. And I think you're able, once you know where you're trying to go, making that priority list of like, okay, this is mission critical. And actually like folding my laundry right now isn't, does not need to be a high priority. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that can wait, actually, it's going to be okay, but like it can it wait, can. you know, right. it can wait over sending out an email to my, my, my mailing list for my business, because I've got a promotion going on tomorrow. Like that's, that is more important than me folding underwear. Right. Like, (laughs) but we do, we tend to like, but but it's like day two and I really need to get the clothes put away. That is important. Sure. Do it when your email list is going to be asleep, do it before you go to sleep, you know? So anyways, that's a a very drastic example, but it's real. (laughs) That's a real situation with me. It's real. And it's that I think sometimes too, that are because of that uh, lack of vision or we've never been really taught to do that. I know I haven't until recently, you know, that, Hey, you've got to, you know, go reach for what you want to reach for. And, um, and then the practical things begin to take place after that, because you go back to that deeper, um, deeper vision of how you want to live life. And so that we don't Mm -hmm. feel like we're always everywhere. Yeah. Um, So Danielle, so tell us how that, that translated over to, you know, your um, listing your priorities and then over to your day to day. Um, yeah. So, like. so for me, like, let me just share with you kind of, I guess, like, let me share an example of what it looks like to align your, your to do's, right. Your priorities, yes. like what you need to get done in a week or a month. And, and this could be your life. It could be at your work. Like you could take this and apply it to anything, but like, I'm just going to use my whole life. Okay. As the example, like my lifestyle goal, yeah. right? Like the end goal for me and my husband is to be completely financially independent outside of the E quadrant, which is the employee quadrant. If you're familiar with Robert Kiyosaki, he wrote a book called Cash Flow Quadrant, and he helps you to identify the different ways that income are created, right? And as an employee, uh, nothing wrong with it at all, but you're not in control of your life. Just plain and simple. As long as someone else is writing your paycheck, they're dictating when you wake up every day and when you go to sleep, because when you have to be at work and how much sleep you're going to need, right? They're dictating the house you live in, the car that you drive, the things you provide your family. So nothing wrong. Like your employer's not a bad guy. It's not the bad guy, but Mm -hmm. you're not as free in your life as you may think, as long as somebody else is making financial decisions for you. And they are because they're the ones that determine your salary or your hourly paycheck. Okay. We don't want to live in that system. We just, that's never been at one point. I, that was the story I was told growing up. That's what you should do. Go to school, get good grades, get a degree and try to work for a company for the rest of your life, or at least work to a you know, an age where you can retire and live off of your 401k. Uh, my husband was laid off in 2008 um, during the recession and from a company that had never done layoffs. And he was one of tens of thousands of people in our hometown that lost their jobs. It's an aircraft centered business and two major aircrafts uh, manufacturing companies went out of business. So he saw very quickly in his adult life, like, yeah, this plan actually, (laughs) it's not going to work. And then, and then my, I, you know, I'm a little younger than him. And I saw all of my friends going to college, getting their degrees. I went and played one year of college volleyball, blew my knee out and then decided to go work full time. So I worked full time while my friends went to college and I saw them all graduating with degrees and then 
no offense to them, but they were working at Starbucks and Quick Trip and Panera, and they weren't able to get jobs in their degree field. So I recognized yeah. early on, like, okay, that path, whew, it, it's not as pretty as they're painting the picture to be. I want something different. So we want, we want time and, and we want control of our time and our money, right? That's our goal. Yes. We want to live our life on our terms, where we want to raise our kids, how we want to raise our kids. So, okay, that's the end goal. Mm-hmm. So if that's the end goal, then pretty much everything that I do, I need it to align with getting to that goal. And the goal for us is not to wait until we're in our 60s. I'm 33 right now. He's 36. We will be financially independent in the next two to three years. Guaranteed. We've been working on it for the last six years, but I'll take this 10-year time frame over the 40-year time frame any day of the week. But That's we've aligned awesome. everything that we do with that end goal. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? It does. So then yes. our schedules, the type of work that we take, like my, my husband does still have a nine-to-five job. But he, he was able to put himself in a position where he took a job that he's worked from home. And pre-COVID, it would have been a work from home situation anyways. Like, so we're, we've, we make decisions based on that end goal. So then how do, we, how do I plan out my week, right? Yes. Everything in my week gets aligned with those priorities. So let's take within my social media marketing business. I'm just going to use that as an example. And then I'll move to the home. Mm-hmm. Everything that I do, like I start every week with a plan. I make a list. I do. I'm listed all nice. out. One big list. I actually just broke down this year and I decided to get a bullet journal. I did it. I really did it. And it's been, a, it's been a thing with people and I've been resisting it because I knew I would geek out on it. And it's true. <laughs> I did. But I have a list of everything. I do a big brain dump at the beginning of the week and everything that I can think of. Now, for me, I get into a space where I can just relax right? Usually it's a Sunday evening or an afternoon during nap time or after the kids have gone to bed. I usually light a candle. I'll have some tea. I mean, I really try to get into a relaxed frame of mind. And then just, I I personally like to take 10, 15 minutes and just kind of visualize what my week is. I might have my Google calendar out, but I just look at, okay, what do I need to get done this week? And I just put it all out. And then I look at my Google calendar and I'm like, okay, yep, I got this appointment. And so I start looking ahead at my week when my appointments are. And then what I like to do is I like to rewrite that list based on priorities of when do things need to get done. Does anything have a deadline this week? Okay, that needs to go to the top of the list. Anything without a deadline, even if it seems important needs to be lower on the list if it doesn't have a due date on it, right? Um, And is that due date self-imposed or is that a due date like I need to get a client project done? That's that's priority, right? Um, So that's kind of how I look at my week, right? And then after I get done my high priority items, there's a great book on this, by the way, and it's called Eat That Frog. Um, I cannot remember the name of the author. I've heard of it, but I'll find it and I'll put it on my show notes. Okay. For, because for my yes, that book helps too with thinking about prioritizing like your list or like just getting things accomplished. Like, I don't know if anyone out there has this like situation where there's something on your to-do list and you're like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow or oh, I'll do it later. Or you kind of just get an good old procrastination. Yes. Oh my gosh. You get that icky feeling. You're like, uh, I'm like, I'll wait. They can't see me. I'm raising my hand. I'm like, yep, guilty. <laughs> yes. Guilty. Yes. Okay. So it's usually that thing that like tends to make its way from like 
one week's to-do list to the next, right? And it's like, okay, that's actually the thing that you need to do first. Because because you're thinking about it or you keep seeing it on your list, it's actually taking energy away from you being able to get the other things done. So just get that thing off your list and, and try me on this. Like you'll feel free. So prioritize obviously based on what your end goal is. So that's how I look at it in my business. You could take that exact same thing into any level of your career, no matter what industry you're in. I do believe that you can do the same thing. Like what do you need to get done at your job this week? You know, like, and if you've got a job that doesn't require a whole lot of like planning and it's just kind of like you show up and you do the things like I understand. So then let's talk about how do you do this in your personal life? I do yes, this, please. Yes. Ooh, it gets even juicier. Yeah, I know. This Personal is, lifetime. This is where it gets intense. <laughs> so so I have, for my, for my family, Josh and I, we share a Google Calendar together. Um, we set that up. We've got one email for our whole family. That's where our bills go. That's where, like, that's, that's so that we can have a Google Calendar linked together. There's probably a more techie way to do that, but we just have it. We've got one family email and one calendar that we use. We put appointments in there like crazy. Like, I'm mm-hmm. kidding you not. Like, I had I had this call today, right? I have it on my business calendar, but I also put it on our personal calendar. Um, before my husband wakes up and – no, not before he wakes up. Excuse me. Before he goes to work, my husband likes to sit in front of the computer for an hour to an hour and a half and do some of our other business work. He likes to – that's his pers- – I, I asked him recently, hey – can you put that in the calendar for me so that I know I need to be the one to get when you're going to do that? I know that I need to get up and be ready for the, when the kids wake up because he normally lets me sleep in. Um, but we use that Google Calendar to put all of our events in there so that we're on the same page, especially I feel like especially if you're in a relationship, like knowing what your spouse's calendars are. And my husband is not organized at all. Like it actually took 10 years for us to get on the same page of like a Google calendar. Um, but he appreciates yeah, so guys, it now. It takes time. It does. It takes time, right? It does, <laughs> it does take time. One tip is, is don't berate him about it. <laughs> that doesn't help anything. Um, I just started doing it for him. I was like, okay, so what's your calendar look like this week? And then I'd start putting it in there for him. Now he does it himself. Praise God. Okay. So <laughs> a, you can see this, obviously people um, that are listening in can't, but like, <clears throat> This is what my calendar looks like. Wow. Yeah. I mean, every day is- has multicolor, um, just everything is listed out Mm -hmm. and yes. So red is- amazing. Red is personal or family. Purple is me. Blue is Josh. Green and gray are my social media business. So so it looks like you have it categorized. Yes. And color-coded so that you know exactly what's going on at what time? Yes. And for me, that helps. That helps me Mm -hmm. to stay organized throughout my week. So once I have my week planned ahead, or I know what's coming, like, again, Sunday nights is for my business, but it's also for my personal, like, what do I need to get done this week, right? My daughter tomorrow has her end of the school year homeschool party, I need to bake like three dishes of baked ziti. I know that I need to get that done. So today I've got to go to the grocery store. I knew that on Sunday, right? Like I knew on Sunday that today was the day I needed to go to the store, get the ingredients. And tomorrow afternoon at a certain time, I need to bake that sucker. Okay. And it's like, so how did I know that? Well, I knew what my week looked like, but I also had my to-do list. 
that I wrote out. What all do I need to get done this week? And I wrote it out and then I found areas in my calendar where I could do those things specifically. So when I was working my full-time job and I was still pregnant with our second, like my nine to five was zapped with work stuff right? Like that, Mm -hmm. I didn't get to do a whole lot of family stuff, right? I I couldn't do laundry from home and I was at the office. So my quote unquote family time or things to do at home, right? My chores at home, my responsibilities here was either before work or after work. I'm Mm -hmm. sure I'm speaking to some people here. So it's like, I did have a calendar planner that it it operated from like 6am to like 11pm. Um, little side tangent, I've learned to operate on six hours of sleep and ladies, I'm just fine. I still get my beauty sleep. Okay. Um, just for the record, like you can (laughs) recalibrate like your sleep schedule. If you need to squeeze more out of the day, um, we do it when we're pregnant, you know, we don't get any sleep when we're pregnant, you know, or when we have a new baby. So I've learned how to just operate on less sleep. Um, but anyway, so mornings and evenings, right? So it's usually like yeah. five, five to 10 was like my, okay, I've got a dinner or um, lunch for the next day, uh, laundry and making sure the house stays cleaned and, and, um, you know, do the thing, groceries and buy, you know, whether it's Bible study or other, like, you know, hanging out with friends, like, I only had that five hour block of time, right? And, and you were so, aware, you made yourself aware that yeah. you, that is what you have, because sometimes yeah. we don't keep track of what we truly have as far as the time block. Yes, absolutely. You know, Dave Ramsey talks about um, with money, he talks about how you need to give every single dollar a name. So say you make $5,000 a month of household income for your family. When that money comes into your family, the name on it is Danielle or Josh. That's my husband's name. Like your money has a name when it comes to, it is assigned to you. And then you turn around and you assign that money to rent, phone bill, things like that. He talks about if you don't name a dollar, it disappears. You don't know where it goes. That's why you need to have specific names for every dollar that comes in. Even if it's like, because some people are like, I want to have money left over at the end of the month. You want to say that that money then is going to savings because if you don't assign it to savings, it will get spent at Taco Bell when you're hungry sure in the middle will. of the afternoon. <laughs> that's what it I would, sure that, that was me. And that's where people get out of their budget or out of their cash flow plan. Same yeah. thing goes for, that's money management. Here's time management. Got You've got to assign a name to every minute of the day. Every hour of the day or 30 minute block, or maybe you need to do 15 minute blocks needs to have a name attached to it because if you don't, it will get lost. And I can open up your cell phone and look at your screen activity and tell you where that lost time goes. Oh, yes. Okay. So when we talk about planning for our week, it's, it's, it's a matter of looking ahead. What do I have going on? Making that list of everything I need to get done and then finding the hours in the week based on your priorities of where things need to get done at, right? And anything that, again, doesn't have a, di- a due date or a deadline that can't get done that week, then yeah, roll it over to the next week and give yourself grace. Yes. Grace is good. This is what this show is all about is, you know, yes, you can learn to be organized, but you also need to give yourself grace yes. and you know you you can't do all things 
all the time Mm -hmm. and that will be total burnout and thank you so much Danielle that was so good that was so good I mean I might listen to this over again (laughs) once it's published myself (laughs) and take notes (laughs) oh it's so awesome yes yeah yeah so um you know one last thing I just wanted to for for the mom, for the working mom who just feels so frazzled and don't even know where to start, what type of encouragement would you give her? I'm so glad you asked this question because I was about to say, can I say something to her? Um, I was just going to say, because it's funny, I, this, this past weekend, <clears throat> I was having a conversation with a woman who, her and her husband, um, she's a first grade teacher and he works full time um, in construction. They've got four kiddos. Um, twin babies, about 13 months old, which is intense. Um, all the way up to, I believe nine, nine years old. So very full life. Right. And they've just decided to take on, um, the endeavor of working on developing more passive income so that they can start to buy their time back and create more options for their family. And she was just asking me like, how do you get over the mom guilt or the guilt of like, I'm not, I'm neglecting, or I'm like, I'm, I'm not yeah. giving enough to the things like I'm not giving enough to my children. Or like, if I, if I work on this over here, and my kids asking me to do a puzzle, and I say not right now, like, I feel so bad. Like, how do I get over that? And it was funny, because Paige and I were actually both talking to her. And Paige said what I was feeling, because Paige, of course, has told me this in the past, but find you a page, by the way, find you a page. I think we've got a little theme there. But um, she just said, here's the thing. It never goes away. The mom guilt, the, mm-hmm. the way that you feel like where you're, you know, where you're like, ah, oh, like, am I, you know, even if you're a full-time stay at home mom, you don't even have a job. Like you got all the things, your kids are still going to find a way to make you feel like, ah, you know, like, but, <laughs> but so it's going to be there. So recognize it's that it's going to be there. But here's the thing, and I just wrote this down in a journaling exercise from a book that I'm reading, High Performance Habits with Brendan Burchard. Um, I wrote down this note, and I want to make sure I read it because it's now I understand why it's relevant. <clears throat> okay, <clears throat> women, ladies, mamas, listening. Start when those thoughts, the, the, that anxiety, that stress, that pressure, it comes up, Right. That is an emotion or it's a feeling, right? It's something that you're experiencing. What we need to begin to do, and I think that's something that can help us all, and this is a practice that I'm going to start to put into place, is saying to myself, because you can tell when you start to get anxious, you can tell when you start to get stressed. I want you to just take a moment and first of all, take a deep breath and a clearing breath and allow yourself a moment of just like, I... I'm in control of my feelings. My feelings and my emotions do not control me. I am a good mother. I am a good wife. I am working hard. I deserve all that is coming to me. And what I'm feeling right now is not going to dictate the rest of my day. That is a that is an affirmation that I'm going to begin speaking. And I want to speak that over the ladies listening. Like, just know that... If you're listening to this podcast, that means you desire for something to be different in your life. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here listening. So just know like you're on the path and and just love yourself where you're at and have that grace with yourself and just know you're doing an amazing job and you're an amazing person. 
Because actually, while it might seem like everyone else out there in the world's got their crap together, like not very many people are doing the kind of work that you're doing by just sitting here for the last 30 minutes and, and listening to this and taking something from it and putting it into action. So just remember, like, you're incredible. That's what you need to know. Awesome. And yes, you are. I second that. Amen to that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, thank you, Danielle. Yes. And this has been a wonderful conversation. And um, I just appreciate you and I appreciate your time. I've learned so much from you. And so just want to thank you for that. And where can my listeners find you best? Yeah, Instagram. To connect. Instagram, that's the best. It's at danielle.bridgecd. Um, I hang out there the most. I made that transition over the last year. I love it, man. I love Instagram. It's fun. It is fun. I just <laughs> You'll find me more in the stories than you will in the news feed um, because I can show up as a ridiculous, crazy person for 24 hours and then it disappears. Um, and then the next day you're going to see me completely professional and, uh, yeah. So you get to see all sides. That's right. right. All just, sides of Danielle. Just real. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you. I thank you so much. And, um, I can't wait to talk to you, um, on our next coaching call. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Grace. Take care. Thank you so much for listening in. I appreciate you taking this time to spend with me and my guest, Danielle. If you found this valuable, will you let me know? You can find me hanging out on Instagram at Organize with Grace. Also, are you feeling stuck in your organizing journey? I would love to come alongside you as your coach and guide to a more organized you. You got this. You just need that little nudge and accountability and some personalized plans to get things going. And I'm here for you for that. You can book a 15-minute assessment with me totally free here on my website at www.organizewithgrace.com. And I can't wait to talk to you. Bye for now.